0: Tim, welcome back! It is a Friday bonus edition of the Appetite for Construction podcast. Tim Ward, how you doing, JP? It's the about the seventh
1: time this week we've seen each other face to face, and once was actually in person.
0: I uh, know that was very special for me, very special.
1: Well, it was it was good to run into you in Chicago yesterday and spend some time with a manufacturer. But uh, it's kind of a crazy time of year, isn't it?
0: Yeah, you know, before we jumped on, we were talking about our Tuesday podcast was with someone who talked about parenting and self-discovery and learning during COVID. You know, it was a challenging time during those, well, oh, it's kind of still going on, but in the height of it, in the thick of it back in 2020, kids were home, parents were home 24 hours a day, living with each other. There were challenges and um it got me thinking about um, a, pot, a a podcast idea for this show and, uh, dealing with, mm-hmm. with mental health. And I think, uh, with the holidays coming up, it gets, it gets a little tougher with, uh, lots of stresses. Yeah. With people. So,
1: and I, and um, just on top of that, I think with COVID and, you know, our industry with all the essential workers in our industry, not only were they essential workers going to work every day and spending long hours, they have all the stresses of what was going on at their family and their homes and their kids out of school and stuff. So, you know, it was a, it was a breaking point
0: for a lot of people in our industry, unfortunately. Yeah. So um, we have a really special guest. We're excited to talk to her. So let's do it. We are excited to bring in danielle twig brown danielle how you doing
2: i'm doing fantastic guys how you doing
0: how are we doing good so I, I just gotta start off um we're not very good with like time zones and time changes and things like that and setting everything up why does newfoundland have like a half an hour different? what is that <laughs>
2: That's a great question. Um, I, just <laughs> I think I, I think Newfoundland just has to be different with everything. That's always my answer because, uh, you know, whenever I'm setting up, like, especially podcasts, people are like, what time is it there? I'm like, yeah, we've got a weird time zone. We're like, th- we've got our own special time zone. We have our own yeah. special half an hour. And uh, I, I don't know. I think it's just because we have to be different with everything we do. <laughs> it
0: was, it was, uh, you know, John I was and I, I were come- juggling Trying to figure yeah.
1: out what's the best time. She said five, that so that's what, 2:30, 3:30. We're not really sure. Yeah. It's one of
0: yeah, those. Like, wait, 3:30? Why isn't it four or three? Oh, it's 3:30. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> right. Yeah. Right on. So I, I just, you know, I'd like to start off by just sharing a story. Uh, my wife shared a, a social media post on Sunday, and it was a woman in the in the Chicago area that got up one morning and she went to uh the local grocery store is about a mile away and she said she was just getting a loaf of bread and the the family got a little worried she didn't come back like later in the afternoon and at night and they went to the grocery store and the police went to the grocery store and they they found her car with her purse and her phone and all her belongings were still there more red flags came up like what what happened and so as the police got involved and more of the neighbors got involved, they found ring camera images of her like walking down the street, like in flip-flops and like a winter jacket. And it's kind of haunting when you see these pictures. And so everyone was like, God, I, you know, thoughts and prayers. I hope this woman is found and she's okay. And then the next day I was interested to see if they had found her or what happened. She showed up and the post had changed that her body had been recovered in a river so what they think happened there was no foul play involved um according to the police and what they think had happened is she just kind of wandered off into you know this nature preserve and possibly like jumped off a bridge or just just went into the water i for me it's just I can't comprehend that my mind doesn't work like that. I couldn't just like go into, you know, just like do something like that. You know what I mean, guys? Like how how does something like, it's just so sad
2: it it's incredibly sad and that's the thing is you know that's your survival instincts um telling you no don't jump in the water no jump don't jump off a bridge no don't don't cut yourself no don't you know we we all you know when back in the day when diabetics used to prick their fingers you'd have to kind of like you know build up a oh yeah you know build up that nerve to do it and i think it shows how how sick truly people are to go against their Instincts—they're ba- their basic human instincts to do no harm to yourself. They're so, they're so uh, ill in that moment that that's completely overridden.
0: Yeah, and it, it also is just like sad with the family members. They, you know, I saw some interviews after. You know, it's the holidays, and and it becomes more stressful for people. And you may not even understand what someone's going through at this time. Or, you know, especially any time, but I mean, especially during the holidays, it just becomes. Maybe so overwhelming for people.
2: It's- I I think uh, you know I don't know if this is an accurate um, percentage, but it's up in the 60s of the 60 percent or higher of people who are already struggling find the Christmas season or the these holidays just take a tremendous toll on their mental health more so than average. So it's the the rates of suicide. Um, during the Christmas holidays, just skyrockets.
1: When well, I was reading a report, that some of the risk factors for us in our industry, you know, the building trades industry, you know, because it's such a competitive, high-pressure work environment. Unfortunately, there's a high prevalence of alcohol or substance abuse. Uh, some, in some areas, there's indices and layoffs, and a lot of times that can be during this, this time of the year. And then your separation from family. So those four risks drive up that number to 89% of construction workers that have had some sort of mental illness issues in their lifetime. And that's, that's just astronomical to my mind.
2: It's wild. Um, you know, I know, we've all, you know, been in the trades and around tradespeople our entire lives. And um, it's still not okay to talk about Your feelings, and I think that's um, you know the second highest killer of men in the trades, and uh, is is suicide, Um, and it has to be spoken about because it's killing, it's killing us, it's killing you guys. I I would be willing to bet that in a very short time, suicide will bypass work accidents. Yeah, no doubt. If we don't do something soon.
1: Well, educating and awareness are two key factors. One of the reasons why we're having this conversation today is to, one, try to educate a little bit, but more than anything, just create awareness within our audience because, you know, we need you here. We need you here.
2: We we do. We need you guys here so bad. Um, you know, I have spoken about mental health on my platforms for, well, seven years now, I lost my best friend seven years ago. She was a, a carpenter, a brilliant person, hilarious, beautiful family. Um, but that didn't make her immune to mental health and depression. And I think it's really important for the guys out there who are listening uh, to know that uh, this is prevalent. If you're feeling this, if you're going through this, so are a lot of your buddies, you know. And there are, there are ways to get through this. And there's a lot of, uh, a lot of help out there. Um, There's a lot of self-help that you can uh, learn yourself. A lot of really basic things you can do to turn the corner, but they're there. They're out there. The first thing you have to do is recognize that it's happening to you. Um, It's okay that it's happening to you. It's happening all around you and you can turn the corner. It is, it, this does not, it is not a death sentence.
0: Yeah. Danielle, uh, you know, she's very active on Instagram at the littlest plumber for people that don't know and would like to follow her. She does great work. It's a great follow, but yeah, you are very outspoken about mental health and its importance. I'm just curious, like, what are things that you do? I mean, other than posting stuff, how can, how can Tim and I help somebody? Or is it just a matter of being open and communicative with people? How, how can we help?
2: I really do think it is that simple. One big thing is getting rid of the stigma. You know, there's a lot of, I think, just talk that's bred into us about, oh, you know, this person's crazy or, you know, this guy went and uh, he went on the work site and lost his mind and now none of the guys are talking to him. I think what we need to do is we need to stop putting up these emotional barriers and, and stop judging people so harshly. Um, the world is, the world is hard, right? Um, yeah. I, I, you know, I follow Matt Boston, Plumber monster. If you guys mm-hmm. follow him, he's, he's oh, brilliant. Yeah. Um, and last week, He did something very simple, but very profound. He talked about his mental health, and he's got a huge following. And he he has his following because he's so open and honest and hardworking, and he's real, which I don't think a lot of the world is real right now, um, especially on social media. He just talked about his mental health, and he said, you know what, it was declining a bit, so he started to... He started to go to the gym and eat better, and he's feeling better already. He, the simple act of him talking about that, I sat back yeah. and I was like, I wonder if he knows the profound effect that he's going to have on men. Mm-hmm. And I think that that we all have that power. We all have the power to just be like, "Hey, uh, guys, just checking up on you. Um, how you doing? I care about yeah. your health."
1: I was just gonna say, going through some of the, you know, just doing a little bit of studying on this because we want to be specific to the workplace because we're, like I said, the building trades, you know, you're in a really high risk jobs a lot of times. And, you know, some of the signs that you may want to be looking for, be it anxiety, depression, let alone suicidal thoughts, are decreased productivity, increased conflict among workers, near hits or incidents, or if you have an injury, decreased problem solving ability, increased tardiness and absentee, and the number one is drinking or substance abuse on the work site. You know, yeah. those are key, those are signs that somebody's having some issues.
2: Absolutely. And it's all around us. Um, I think a lot of the time, you know, we, we're really caught up in ourselves. And if somebody's having a bad day or a bad month or they're gone with inside themselves, we're thinking, you know, instead of, instead of, uh, hey, maybe, maybe I should reach out to this guy. You're thinking, hey, mm-hmm. what, what, a, what an arsehole, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And I really think that if we drop the that idea um, of us versus somebody else, and make it all of us versus depression, all of us versus the issue, you know, I, tradespeople can do anything. We we build we build things out of nothing, you know. We're Ma- we're the MacGyvers of the world. Um, if we band together um, and just drop drop the the can't talk about feelings ridiculousness we're we're gonna save a lot of lives
0: yeah it's funny you know when you talk about tradespeople and maybe guys are getting older like oh my shoulder hurts and you know my knees hurt and i gotta go get to the doctor and check that out and no one ever talks about your brain hurting you know because you're not gonna physically feel it but some of these thoughts that you have in your head are not healthy
2: that's right, and you know there's a lot of reasons why people have the thoughts in their head, so maybe maybe a guy hurt his back and he can no longer pick up the tools anymore that's that That's devastating. Maybe there's a a problem with the uh with the family life, maybe there is a a drug and substance issue um that's you know affecting so many people now in today's society especially if they get injured on the job then there's people out there who are uh, who are sad and sick and they don't know why and they think well I just I I have no reason to be so upset why am I there are so many answers out there but again like you said we're not talking about it we're talking about our bad shoulders and our bad backs but Mm -hmm. our brains I mean that you know that's our that's our that's our motherboard right that's the important thing right there let's get talking so, about it
0: yeah so speaking of the holidays uh what do you got what do you got going on Are y'all all set
2: <laughs> myself yeah oh man i like <laughs> it's funny cuz i you know, I talk this big talk about, um, depression and, and the, the season and stuff like that. And, you know, I lost Crystal, my best friend during the holidays seven years ago. And, uh, I lost her on the sixth. Uh, and then on the seventh, I lost my other best friend four years ago. Um, and I will say the holidays are a really depressing time for me. Um, oh, really? okay. so, so I, I definitely, uh, deal with a subconscious, uh, sadness during this time of the year so what I do during the holidays is I do I wake up every day um, I write in a journal what I'm grateful for and then that day I say all right well I'm gonna go see my family today and I take breaks when I need to take breaks and I don't really plan and plot to have this fantastic holiday because um, that's putting a lot of pressure on myself you know so mm-hmm. I try to take it one day at a time, and I I do the things I love, and I reach out to the people I love, and I try to do something nice, and that usually gets me through the holidays with uh, with a smile on my face.
0: Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's, uh, I had a family member that um, committed suicide. This is maybe twenty five years ago now, and after it happened, my father and I tried to find the you know kind of went back into like the history of this person, maybe like the last six months and find out like, what was he into or why did he do? What was, what groups was he, who was he hanging out with and trying to find answers. And I maybe think it was a waste of time to, to try to figure that out. And like you said, let's be proactive instead of like, okay, let's go back and try Why did this happen? Let's find, you know, let's talk about this. You know,
2: that's right. I think a lot of tradespeople. Are forward moving people. We need to see productivity. We don't need, you know, and I, and I'm not trying to speak for all of us, but I know like speaking to a lot of, of folks out there, you know, looking in the rear view mirror is not something that we tend to excel at in the trades. Why, why are we still talking about this? Let's do something. Right. Mm-hmm. We're people mm-hmm. of action. So, you know, I find like giving people steps to say, you know what? These are actual steps. These are legitimate, simple steps that help curb your attitude within days. And I shouldn't say attitude, but but full on feelings, drinking more water, getting more sleep, doing something physical for 20 minutes a day, whether that's going for a walk or going to the gym or you know what I mean? But it's something very simple that we just don't do anymore. We don't Mm -hmm. look out for us anymore.
1: Yeah. yeah, find yeah. outlets, find hobbies, you exactly. mentor. I, I, I mentor. If you're so wanting to go to church or whatever, find hobbies, do things to keep you active.
2: That's right. Finding meaning in this life is so key. If you find that like, I'm just going, I'm waking up, I'm going to work, I'm coming home, it's already dark, my kids are in the bed, I, I'm just working my life away. You can take control of that and you can. And that's a fact because the tradespeople can do anything. And I truly yeah. believe that. I truly believe that we build the world, we can take control of our lives to fill up our tanks, to, you know, give ourselves a better life and give our family a better life. But it starts with filling your own tank, right? And yeah. to do that, you have to take control. You have to take control. So find yeah. meaning and, and get after it, Right.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, it's very powerful stuff, Um, and it's good advice. And I I was going to
1: mention real quick, if you're listening to this and you've got some issues and you're not sure where to turn, um, here in the United States, they've just uh, started a new three-digit number, much like you're familiar with 911. Here Mm -hmm. in the United States, it's 988. Uh, That's a crisis hotline here in the United States. You can also text HOME to 741-741. And in Canada, there's an 833-456-4566 crisis hotline number or text 45645. Those are all crisis hotlines that if you feel like you need something and there's no one to turn to, pick up the phone, dial it, punch it in, whatever you got to do, make that call.
0: That's good information, Tim. Thanks. I'm just curious why the U.S. has a three-digit number and Canada has a 17-digit number. you got to (laughs) remember, I'm just (laughs) joking. Twig is like, what the
1: hell? John, they just started this back in July. There was, you know, all these organizations were like, we need something for crisis management.
0: I know. It's a good thing. It really is. It's um, everyone, you know, listen. Like you said, we don't talk about it enough. I everyone has their issues. Everyone has something going on and the more we're open and we discuss it with people, people you love or friends or you know, go to a therapist, you need to talk about it so you're not hurting yourself or other people in in the process. Absolutely. Well, twig, Danielle, thanks for coming on. I know we just wanted to talk for a few minutes on our bonus episode, but it's very important to talk about this and like I said, you can follow Danielle at the littlest plumber on Instagram. She um, she does great work. So make sure you're, you're following her.
2: I really appreciate it, guys. Uh, it means a lot that you thought about me on this topic. And I could talk to you guys for hours. So,
0: Well, we'll have you on again for sure. We will. Absolutely. And, I look forward and, uh, to it. We'll continue this conversation.
2: Absolutely. Forever.